Welcome to Get Motivated with Donato, a show designed to reach you where you are, focusing on the fact that you can be anything that you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated. If you need a challenge in your life, then look no further. Get Motivated with Donato starts now. It's so good, but you know, it's like you eat three hot meals a day. Most people eat three hot meals a day. Most. Some are fasting and maybe eat one or two, whatever. You get a good hot meal, three of them or two, whatever. And you're giving God one cold snack. I mean, you think about that. You think yeah. about that, right? Okay, I'm getting three uh, hot meals because my body is tired. I'm hungry. I'm angry. I feel sick. Like, I know for me, um, if I don't eat so much, I start to feel kind of sick and tired and wore out and all those things. That's right? exactly what it's like with your spirit. That's exactly what it's like when you're not on fire for God. So if you feel like you're burnt out or you feel like, you know, your fire is not burning, let me tell you, give him three hot meals a day. Give him three hot meals a day. All you, I mean, and people think about this too, but I don't have the time to uh, take Megan to, to sit and pray as long or whatever. And I'm, I say, do you seriously think that most of my day is spent sitting in one spot, praying to God all day long? No, I'm on the tractor, raising my hand, worshiping God. I'm on the tractor praying in the spirit. I'm in the truck just talking to God. That's how my, I mean, it's that simple. You don't have to, you have a prayer time that you can go to and you devote. That's my morning time. But during the day, I'm thanking him. I'm praising him. I don't care what everything looks like around me. Whatever the devil's trying to show me or throw at me, I'm hitting it out of the park because I am talking to God. I don't have to worry about those things. So my encouragement to you is, Stop thinking formality and stop thinking checklist. That's not what God is. It is simple to get in your car and say, God, you know what? I love you. I'm so thankful for everything that you're doing. I, man, you know, I woke up this morning, God, I felt good. You know, I, I have the joy deep down in my heart. God, whatever you have for me today, use me. I am yours to command my body, my mind, my mouth. Everything is yours. Don't let anything come out of my mouth that is not of you. It is. Thank you, God. You could you could get in the car and say, thank you, God. Turn on some praise and worship, sing. And then throughout the day, like, <clears throat> let me give you an example real quick. I know I'm kind of talking a lot. Again. No, <laughs> no, go for it. <laughs> so um, the day before yesterday, I have this problem of setting my phone on top of the tractor or on top of the truck. Forget about it. And then I drive off. <laughs> so I put it on the tractor, I guess. And I started driving on this nine acre plot, you know, seeding. Well, I'm looking for my phone. I can't find it anywhere. It's not in the truck. It's not in my pocket. The kids don't have it. They're not playing on it. You know, so I'm like, okay. I looked all over the tractor. It's not there. So instead of going in a frantic and going and trying to find it, I'm like, God, you know where it is. When I get done with this, I'm going to go check it out. And I know you're going to help me find it. And I said, it is not going to be broken. It is going to be in perfect condition. This is what I said. So I went on and planted and tilled up another three acre plot on the other side of the farm. After I got done, I brought the disc over, let it off. And then I got on the tractor and I went over and I started driving this nine acre plot looking for my phone. Well, I was done. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to find it. Like, whatever. Like, I know God knows where it is. He's going to lead me to it. So I'm done. I'm just going to go ahead and I'll wait for another day. As soon as I pull up to go off of this plot, guess what I find? my phone. It's not broken. It's sitting there gleaming. 
And I just said, you know what, God, thank you that I have the favor of the Lord. Thank you that you hear me. Thank you that you love me. Thank you that you knew that I was not going to worry about that phone because I know you've already taken care of it. And thank you for showing me that you do exactly what you say you're going to do. It was that simple. You know, it, it, it is that simple. Like, don't overcomplicate your relationship with God. You don't have to do things a certain way. It doesn't have to be planned out. It doesn't have to be all this, all that. Get up in the morning and say, God, use me. I'm yours to command. Whatever you have, I'm ready. Let every word that comes out of my mouth be yours. I am yours. I'm a child of God. I have what you say I have. I can do what you say I can do. And I am who you say I am. And I'm ready for the day. And go on and then continue to praise, continue to talk to him, and continue to love him and thank him for everything that happens, whether good or bad. Say, God, I know you got my back. If it's bad, I'm not worried about it. You're taking care of it. If it's good, hallelujah. Thank you, God. All things are good. Even if it's bad, I say, hallelujah. Thank you, God. All things are good because I know he's taking care of me. Amen. Preach it, girl. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it's just, it's so true because I think people can tend to overcomplicate things in many different ways. Yeah. But, you know, we we think we have to be, you know, all prim and proper and get gussied up for God or something um, to even have a relationship with him. And it's like, no, God said, come as you are. You know? And, and we don't need to be super religious and, and just be like having, having a set time or something to pray to God or do it in this way, you know? And, and it's like, no, like how you were saying, it's like, all right, God, I've got this thing. I need help. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and then you also take time for praise and worship and all this other stuff. It's like, God's not just this little time frame. He's a 24-7 God, right? Yes, he is. He sees you. He hears you. Any point in time, he'll come to you if you need him. You just got to ask, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I was watching your interview with uh, Dr. Pamela, and um, I, I, I'm paraphrasing it probably, but it says, you, you said something to this effect. The problems are small because our promises are big. Yes. Tell us a little bit more about that, I guess, phrase and, and theology in a sense, right, of, yeah. of what that really means. Oh, this is so good. I'm so excited <laughs> you asked me this question. <laughs> this, is the, this is the it thing. So a lot of times whenever we a problem comes to us we magnify the problem we talk about the problem so then what mm-hmm. happens the problem gets so big that that's all you see that's all you think about that's all you dream about that's all you talk about well the thing is is you have a promise in the word of god that overcomes every single problem that comes your way right. so instead of making your problem be this big huge thing why don't you make god the big huge thing why don't you talk about the promise that trumps the problem because every problem we have we have a trump for it. We have a smash for it. It's gone. It's done. If you look at Mark eleven twenty three, right? It says that you can say to this mountain, be thy removed, cast into the sea. Believe in your heart that which you say, you will have what you say. So if you continue to speak about the problem, what's going to continue to show up? The problem is going to continue to show right. up. And then it's going to get bigger. It's going to be meaner. It's going to be uglier. And then that's the thing that you got to stare at all the time. So why don't we take and make our problem an itty bitty tiny little thing and make the promise be the thing that we talk about the most. So 
like what I say is, okay, so here's your problem. It's okay that you acknowledge your problem. It's okay to say, this is the problem. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what's going on. Okay. Now you say, but I know now that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. That I have the victory. The battle's already been won. That he, this problem cannot touch me. That I, God is already taking care of this. He fights my battle for me. He's already taking care of this problem. Let's go into finances, okay? Because this is a huge thing. So we have, a, a lot of people are having problems with finances, right? Like we, we might get to where there's not enough there or not enough that we feel comfortable with. But let me tell you. Doing this stuff by myself, what I've been doing with the business and running it. No, I'm not making the kind of money that my husband makes usually, right? Because I'm slower because I just am. So what I can tell you is, is even though the money that used to come in isn't coming in, God's still supplying my every need. I'm not lacking for anything. I'm not lacking for nothing. And even if it gets a little tight, I don't sit there and go, oh, it's tight. No, I say, God takes care of my every need. I am more than, I, I prosper. God causes me to prosper. I know he's taking care of it. I know he's got it. And then I always say, God, I need this much money. Um, I bind the devil's attacks against it. I command it to come in and I need it by this date. And I trust you that you're going to bring it. And I tell you every time it comes in, excuse me, every time. Why? Because I magnified the promise, not the problem. I don't look at the problem. Amen. I'm just dead listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, yeah. I, and it, it's just so true because, I mean, so, so, so much of that, I mean, I almost don't know where to start here. We can't, we can't live in fear and faith at the same time. Right. Right. And that, that worry, that doubt, that unbelief, that magnification of our problems is fear. And, and we've got to flip the switch, walk in faith, trust Come God. Come on. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that I've always, I don't know, somehow kind of latched on probably even when I was doing youth ministry was, you know, I've always got something to drink with me. And, and I, I, I would, uh, like, like you're talking here, this is my problem, right? This is this is my worry, my fear, my whatever. And <laughs> I can hug it and I can love it and it's gonna stay with me. Right? But if I if I can surrender it and lay it down at the feet of Jesus and walk away from it, then I put that thing into God's hands. But the problem is we tend to go back, pick it up again, start loving on it some more, right? Yep. And until we can let that thing go, totally turn around from it, know that it's in God's hands, because that's the only time he can start to move. Yeah. Right? We got to let yeah. go and let God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't know, that just kind of goes along with what you were saying there, I think. And hopefully that, that's for somebody out there. Um, yeah. Well, I just did a message not too long ago, actually, on that very thing that you just mentioned, you know. Um, the Bible says to cast all your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Right. So what I said was stop picking up what you've already let down. Stop. When right. you put it at the feet of Jesus and you cast your cares on him, like you're saying, why would you, and if, if God forgives your sins and forgets your sins after you've confessed them to him, why are mm -hmm. we going back and taking back something that he's already forgotten? Yeah. Why are we going back and picking up a weight that we've already laid down? Why would we do that? Because we want to magnify the problem. No, put the problem at the feet, confess the promises. Like you said, confess the promises, 
leave it there. It's not ours to take back. And if you want to take mm -hmm. it back, then you need to realize that that's not a part of who you're supposed to be. And if you're continuing to have this problem, it's because you're not really releasing it and setting it there and trusting that God's taking care of it. Because I'm telling you, I am a living, breathing example that God will do what he tells you he will do. He will. And cast them on him and let it go. Just let it go. It's not worth picking it back up. Flip Amen. the switch, like you said. Flip the switch. Amen. No, that's great. <clears throat> so I want to talk a little bit. Um, I think Nicole will throw up a, a picture here of our our new book, The Next Best You, <laughs> yeah. um, with, with, with Dr. Pamela and um, another anthology we're both in. Mm -hmm. Share with us just a little bit about your next chapter in that and um, I guess what it means to you and, and hopefully that will encourage and inspire others here. Okay, so the, the, the title of my chapter is Rising Up Out of the Ashes into Who God Has Created Me to Be. Mm. So where I start with this chapter is the ashes. The ashes is where I'm going through life, just living day to day in the flesh and just doing whatever. And how the moment on that swing is where we start is from the moment on that swing, I realize that I'm living in the ashes. I'm drowning in the ashes. I'm, I'm not really having really any purpose. I'm not really making a difference like God wants us to. So um, I rise up out of them strong, bold, and confident, full of light, full of life into who and grow into who God has created me to be. That's my next best me. My next best me is making sure that I'm growing into and being who God has created me to be because he has people before me. He has people waiting for me to arrive, you know, because the message that God has put in me, it's all about him. It's not about me. I even hate saying they're waiting for me. No, but you know, on the earth, in the flesh, people are waiting for God to show up and he's using people. That's why he says he wants us all to go out and preach the good news, share the good news. Like you said earlier, Revelations 12, 11, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So if we've been through something and God's brought us something, we need to share it. And people are waiting to hear that because they're in a pit. They need to know how to get out and they're trying to figure it out in different ways, maybe drugs or alcohol or cutting themselves or whatever it could be they're thinking this is the way that i'm going to get what i need because it feels good but no what you need is jesus he's going to give you the feel good that you've never felt before you're going to have a whole new life you're going to have a whole new revelation so what i talk about in that chapter is how to become the next best you and i line it up with the word of god and how god has transformed me from here and is bringing me to here as a continual process in the destination and journey that he has set before me. So I just teach the steps of the in the word of God and what God says and how God calls us to grow and glow and show and be obedient and diligent. So I want to say this, though. My chapter was written on the tractor. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. I was sitting on the tractor and I knew it was crunch time because I kind of procrastinate sometimes. And so I'm on the tractor and I'm like, God, I have this, I have this chapter I need to write because I've really not had anything come up, you know? And so I'm sitting on the tractor and then it just starts rapid fire. He starts bringing me scripture, starts telling me things to say and starts doing all those things. So I just push the voice recorder on my phone and I'm just speaking into the phone as I'm driving what? around <laughs> and I'm like, yes, that's good. That's good. And then I come home and I edit it 
And as I'm editing it, there's like a whole page and a half that he's like, wipe that out. We're doing something else. So I was like, all right. But I just love how the Bible also shows you how to grow into the next best you because hand in hand with the Lord, he's going to advertise you for his goodness and his glory. He's going to take you places you never thought that you would be. He's going to put you in circles you never thought that you could ever be a part of. He's going to change you from the inside out. You're going to look like a whole new person because I can tell you back, I'd say 20 years ago, I would never look like this. I was t-shirt, baggy pants, or baggy sweatpants, hair in a bun, and just crawl out of bed, and that's what I would do. But God told me, and this is another part of being my next best me, he said, I know that you don't like dresses, and you don't like skirts, and you don't like, you know, all those nice things. You're not a jewelry person, and all those things. He's like, but I'm changing you on the inside and I need you to represent me on the outside. And if I walked into a room where I look like I just woke up and I'm a mess, people are going to think that I'm a mess. They're not going to see Jesus in that. And I'm not saying that you can't minister the gospel, you know, how you are, but eventually God will tell you, I want you to show on the outside, the beauty that I have created you to be on the inside. And that's exactly what he told me. And that's how I've just been becoming, just being chipped away and refined, just saying, yes, Lord. Like I said the other day, if God calls me into the fire, I'm going because there's somebody or something in there he wants me to save. And I'm going to do it because I know that his hand of protection is on me and I've got a bubble and nothing's going to touch me. I'll go in the lion's den if he asks me to, because I know that if he asks me to do it, he's going to see me through it. That's right. If he takes you to it, he's going to see you through it. I mean, that's, right. that's the children of Israel got butted up against the Red Sea, right? The Egyptian army's right behind them. God, why'd you bring us here? <laughs> We're yeah. all going to die. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then started the waters. And that's the thing, like the lions and the fiery furnace. We, we got to have these tests and yeah. then know that God's with us, right? That's what, that's where we got to praise him in all things. Yeah. You know, it, we, we can't just praise him for the good. Right. You know, we thank him for it afterwards and stuff, but we got to praise him through the storm. Right. Yes. You got to, you almost, there, there was something I preached not too long ago here too. Like, you know, the, the, the disciples are in the boat with Jesus. Jesus is sound asleep. He's just chilling. Right. Mm-hmm. And the storm is happening and they're freaking out. Like, hey Jesus, wake up! There's a storm. We're all gonna die, you know. And and until they woke him up to calm the storm, you know, they were they were in fear. Sometimes yeah. we gotta wake up Jesus and yeah. say, hey Lord, we need your help, yeah. you know. And, and and I think that's the thing we we as people, especially as Type A personalities like myself, can can tend to want to handle everything on their own. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't. Oh yeah, there's God. <laughs> I forgot. You know, right. <laughs> and and we gotta we gotta start engaging Him more, right? Yes. And He'll see us through. Yes, you know? He will. So that's awesome. I mean, I want I want everybody to know more about you though too, not just these chapters in the book and 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 whatnot like. You've got a podcast of your own. Tell yes. us, tell, tell us how to find you. 
how to get plugged in with you and, and everything else. Okay, so you can find me on Facebook, Megan Forger. That's like my main platform. That's where, you know, all the things that God brings up and has me share. Um, I do, you know, videos on there, but I have a um, YouTube channel called Faith and Fire with Megan Fortner. That's also my podcast. It's on all podcast platforms. Um, but those are the main ways that you can find me. I can tell you that um, if you reach out to me in Messenger, you're going to find me because I'm there. I'm not going to leave you high and dry. I'm never going to do that to you. Um, but if you need anything or you need prayer or you're saying, Oh, something that you heard hit me. Can you help me? Can you show me? Uh, yeah, I'll be there for you because that's just who God's created me to be. So, but that's the main ways that you can find me. Like he said, I have been featured in a book. I cried. He heard me. Um, I have some of those available. If you guys would like to have one, just message me and I'll work out how to get one to you. And then I am so excited for the new book to drop because I have been wanting to call people and read my chapter the then. And I'm um, because... <laughs> I am so excited of how God brought it all together. Like he, I mean, I didn't do it. I mean, I read it and I was like, whew, that is good. Like not clapping for myself, but you know, I was like, I cannot wait for this book to get out so I can have people read it because I know it's going to be powerful all the way around with everybody else in there. Cause it's not just like a biblical book or a Christian book. There's so all many right. other people that's in there. And that's what I love about it because you know, it's going to touch multiple different people in multiple different ways. And that's what I love. But yeah, praise God. He's so good. Well, that's, that's the cool thing about these anthologies. Like, you know, this one, I cried and he heard me. Mm -hmm. uh, the ones Dr. Pamela's done and, and doing and, and Dr. Deborah, um, you know, yeah. all of these things bring so many different people, so many different walks of lives, so many different testimonies. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I love, you know, interviewing everybody here on the show because it gets us motivated, right? It, it gives us, you know, we should be able to find something in common with almost everyone, but there's going to be somebody that you connect with more. And, yeah. and, and that's what this is kind of all about. It's, it's getting people to get motivated, get up off the couch, you know, to, to find some kind of hope and encouragement, um, you know, as a Christian, especially, Ephesians rings true for everything where, where we're supposed to walk in love and encourage one another. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's kind of what we need to do, what we're called to do. And that's what the show is, is trying to, trying to do as well is to bring that hope, that encouragement, that motivation mm -hmm. to, to all of us out there and, and inspire us, right. To again, get up off the couch, get motivated. And, and that's what it's all about. So, Megan, I just, you know, I, I thank you tremendously for being here. Um, is there anything else that, that you want to share with us today before we depart? Yeah, praise God. So um, as I was sitting here, the motivation part, because I know your podcast is a lot about motivation. I just want to remind you that motivation is the driving force in your day every single day, that if you're not motivated or you're not powered up or, you know, I always say powered up because I'm a Christian, you know, I get powered up in the Holy Spirit every day because like we've said, there's days you don't want to do what you need to do or you have to do. 
Um, there's days where maybe you're like, Lord, I don't want to do that today, but that's not the answer that you give him because it's always yes, Lord, because there's a blessing behind everything that he asks you to do. And so, um, I just want to encourage you to make sure that you are getting yourself motivated every single morning, every single day before you even start the day. Um, I always just get in the Lord and say, Hey God, I don't want to do this, but I know I can do this in you. And I know we'll do it together. And absolutely it works. Um, and I also just want to say that a relationship with God is not hard. If it's hard to you, then you need to let go of all the things that maybe you've been taught that you have to do certain things and it has to be a certain way and you have to make sure you do this. Get that all out because the way that God speaks to you and the way that God wants to work in you is totally different than how he is with me. So um, if you'll just simplify it and just have a relationship with him and say, God, Show me in your word what you need, what I need to go to, where I need to be, or, you know, God, I'm having this trouble. I'm having this struggle or whatever. And I want to say, if you're not motivated, you will burn out. And if you are getting burnt out because you feel like you have to do all these things and reading a devotional, reading the word, praying all the time, doing this, doing that, doing that, then you're overcomplicating it. So just simplify everything, stay powered up. Mo get motivated every morning because if you don't want to do it, when you get motivated, you're going to do it. You're going to do it well because everything you put your hands to prospers in the name of Jesus. So let's get motivated. Let's do this together. Let's stay on fire. Like pastor was saying, you know, you can't go to church and, a lot and think that the pastor is going to feed you everything all the time, that you're going to learn everything from him or from anybody else. You're not. You have to learn from God himself and you have to make sure that you're applying it in your house. So get motivated, stay motivated, be on fire, be encouraged. We love you and be blessed. All right. Thank you again, Megan. And I, I can't even say anything in addition to that. So as <laughs> Megan just said, be blessed, everyone. Thank you for listening to Get Motivated with Donato, where Donato speaks with leaders, authors, influencers, and speakers who share their life journeys with motivational tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will motivate you to change your life. Follow Donato on Facebook and LinkedIn at Donato Parisi or go to DonatoMotivates.com. Remember, you can be anything you want and desire. All you have to do is get motivated.